Welcome to Wide Receiver One, a Blue Wire podcast presented by WinBet. I'm your host, Chris Carter, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver. And today I'm talking to the dynamic duo from the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, my squad, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Different routes in getting to the NFL. Adam Thielen was an undrafted free agent from the 2013 NFL Draft. Ultimately ends up making two Pro Bowlers. Justin Jefferson had a different journey. First round pick out of LSU in the 2020 draft, making the Pro Bowl as a rookie. Stay tuned for my interview with wide receivers Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Today, I'm very, very excited because there's two things that I call my favorite. My favorite position happens to be wide receiver. And my favorite team happens to be the team that these two knuckleheads play on with the purple. So the chance to interview two people I'm very familiar with, Adam Thielen, the old man, the gray hair one in the, in the group. And, and of course, the young and sassy one, Justin Jefferson. Guys, thanks for joining me today. Um, it's all about wide receivers. And today it's all about the purple. I love it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us for sure. Okay. So Justin, you're coming off an amazing season and, 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 and you come from football royalty. You got a couple brothers that played football. You played there at LSU. Now, Al, Adam, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. You did it the total opposite way. You almost didn't even play college football, decided you're going to take a, a $500 offer to Minnesota State after potentially thinking about playing basketball, and then was a free agent, basically walked onto the team to become their leading receiver. Both of you guys got here in totally different ways. Adam, I want you to dissect how Justin came into the league dealing with COVID last year and end up taking the NFL by storm. And then Justin, I'm going to flip it over and have you analyze how Adam came into the league. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously Justin was a, a first round draft pick, uh, but it was, it was a lot different. Like you said, being a COVID year, uh, no OTAs, no rookie mini camp, um, mm-hmm. a very limited uh, preseason as far as no preseason games, short training camp, all that. So, um, yeah, even though you're a first-round pick and, and normally you get a ton of reps leading up to those first games, uh, he didn't have that. He didn't have that ability uh, to really uh, grow and, and become a veteran because once you start playing games, you have to be a veteran in this league uh, to be able to play at a high level. And he didn't have that opportunity. So for him to go in there and, you know, he, he didn't get a lot of opportunity the first couple of weeks, but then to go in there and just take the NFL by storm, um, I think it's more impressive than any other rookie of any other situation just because uh, it, was, it was so different and, and that limited opportunity. Now, Adam, you've seen a lot of rookies come into this league, and I watch a hell of a lot of college football. There is something about the wide receivers that are coming into the NFL now that they have the, that extra. They, they can play multiple positions. They can play inside. They can play outside. And their ability to understand the passing game, to me, is one of the biggest changes in the NFL the last 10 years. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think what's happened is, is these colleges are starting to be you know, more pro style, um, uh, doing more things with more concepts, more routes. Um, you know, the quarterbacks at that college level, 
are are dang good. You know, those guys are coming in and playing right away in the NFL. So I think they're allowing uh, because those quarterbacks are so good, they're allowing these receivers to to do more, uh, to be able to play more positions, like you said, to be able to run more uh, routes, more NFL routes. Um, so that is um, creating them, uh, giving them, you know, that those skill sets to be able to come in the NFL and just play right away. Um, I mean, uh, watching Justin's tape before he came in the NFL, it was a pro style mm-hmm. offense. They were running pro routes. You know, he was in the slot a lot, but uh, he mm-hmm. was running the same routes we run. We run here. Now, Justin, on the other side, uh, we talked about you coming from LSU. You had a couple big brothers that played there at LSU. Not the biggest recruit for LSU. They thought maybe you were just a legacy as a three-star. We'll bring him over. His brothers played here. But you end up being the best receiver in that receiving class. I want to take you through Adam and take you through his journey as far as being a free agent. Because I've talked to you before, and you always told me how much respect that you had for Adam. Let's talk about his journey and how special it is when you're not drafted and you have to work for everything day in and day out in the league to be able to make it. Yeah, uh, that's that's the difficult part, uh, not being drafted, uh, having to really make your own make your own role on the team. Um, and I mean, he had to go the difficult way, uh, starting off on special teams, uh, being on every special teams phase, uh, being the first man down on kickoff. Uh, I mean, we still see those plays today, um, him being on teach tape, him uh, just going down there making a tackle. So uh, he definitely had to work for what he uh, have now. And uh, to say that he's one of the best receivers in the league now, he, he definitely came a long way. I know, Justin, you don't know this, but this is not his first time mentoring a receiver. And it doesn't always happen the way it happened for you guys last year because we as wide receivers – we're very, very selfish. And sometime when you've been the guy, you don't necessarily like relinquishing those plays, those numbers, those attempts. What we saw last year was Adam totally embracing who you were and realizing that you guys as a dynamic duo are a lot better than just a one and two threat. How much did you respect that as you started to ascending 100-yard game after 100-yard game his overall mentorship and his leadership, how much did that kick in? Oh, it kicked in a lot. It kicked in the first day I, I got here, really, uh, with him just taking me under his wing and, uh, you know, just teaching me the plays, teaching me different ways mm-hmm. to get open, me uh, getting um, getting open on releases. So uh, he definitely was that big brother for me uh, and just welcomed me to the league and uh, allowing me to come in and, and fit in right away instead of, you know, just me being – shy and me being mm-hmm. you know not social uh he allowed me to uh be free uh of myself and just come in and just ball out adam how much of that did you learn just sitting there being a minnesota fan because if you look at our legacy as far as wide receivers the last 20 years i mean we produce a lot of wide receivers for the purple but there has always been either a mentor protege program and you grew up i've heard the stories Chris Carter fan, then Randy Moss came in, then you start cheating on me. Start, you start, start liking Moss a little better <laughs> than myself. How important is it for you as one of the franchise leaders to make sure that we as the Vikings, as Vikings fans, that we get the best out of Justin Jefferson? Well, I think you kind of said it already uh, when you talked about, um, you know, being a duo is more important than just being – uh, the guy or a guy, mm-hmm. um, I think that 
that that really shows itself when um, one of y'all is hurt and and you're out there by yourself and you're like, man, where's yeah. my guy? And I need him out yeah, here. They roll in the coverage, <laughs> right? So you know, I think I think it just it, for team success, you have to have uh, multiple guys and guys that work well mm-hmm. together, uh, guys that can do everything and play every position, move all around the field together. Um, and like you said, being able to grow up watching you guys, uh, watching, you know, a guy like Jake Reed come in there, uh, uh, that was, that was unbelievable because that was kind of my mentorship. That's what made me want to play receiver, wanted me to play at a high level, just being able to watch what you guys did together. And and that, um, that trio you could say, or that duo that you guys had, um, Mm -hmm. when you get to grow up and watch that every single Sunday, um, it it just makes you have a different appreciation for, for the game. Now, Justin, you immersed into the NFL fairly quickly, had success after just a little bit of uh, hiccups as far as getting through the protocol, getting out to, to practice and everything. Give me your experience, those first couple home games. And once Viking Nation really started understanding wh- what you were about and you started making plays on the field, how did that transition you into, especially that middle part of the season where you were eating people alive every week? Yeah, uh, well, first game of the season against Green Bay, um, first home game, uh, you know, didn't have any fans. Uh, I, I wasn't used to that. You know, I'm coming from LSU. We got 100,000 screaming fans. So uh, having to go from that to zero fans, uh, it was a little difficult. So I definitely had to, you know, inch my way into feeling, the, feeling how the game is, really. Uh, but by week three, the second home game, I had the opportunity to start and uh, had the opportunity to go out there and just show what I got. And um, I mean, I, I just made the most of my opportunities and uh, I just I just ran with it from the, from that on. And uh, I just I just wanted to really just prove myself to the rest of the world and the rest of these coaches that uh, I'm able to make some plays out there. I think I was there week number three. And from my remembrance, I think I remember a DB from the opposition talking trash to you. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the game. Is that right? And that kind of yeah. got the little, the, the rookie riled up. And then you just went ham on him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, I always was a, a fan of Malcolm Butler. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't even going to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say his name. I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, but, um, I mean, I always was a fan of him. I always watched his games. I've seen him in the Super Bowl a couple of times. So, I, I definitely, I definitely, you know, watch his tape a little bit. So to be able to go up against him uh, for my first time starting, uh, mm-hmm. and then also he talking trash to me too. So I, I, I definitely had to go off. I had to. That just got you right into your game. I don't know why DBs think you can talk trash to all receivers. Like all receivers, you can't to talk to trash to. No, it don't so, work to all of them. Some of them you just need to leave them alone. <laughs> now, Adam, now you had a ringside seat. Um, you're the first receiver. Uh, since Randy Moss and myself to have back-to-back thousand-yard season, and you were looking to have a big season, but injuries were able to to hold you back a little bit. What were you watching? Because you were on the sideline. There were a couple of times you were supposed to play. I saw you and Suge over there fighting on the sideline. The trainer, you were going to go in, then he pulled you back out, then you went in, and he pulled you back out. But as you're watching this young player develop, I know you want to be out there. What were you seeing? Because I know what I saw when I saw Randy Moss. And I remember what I told the coaches. Tell me what you saw. Yeah, just his mindset. You know, uh, like he said, when, when those uh, DBs get in your face, some guys shut down. 
uh, and, mm-hmm. and that that lit a fire under him, and, and that's what I like because that's the type of player I am. If you talk smack to me, watch out uh, because right. that lights something under me. Uh, I turn into a whole di- whole different guy, and that's what I saw in Justin. Uh, I saw it every day in practice, though. Uh, this goes way back before a game started. Uh, from the from the first day we ran routes together uh, in the summer, uh, when there was no coaches, nobody. I I told Kirk, I said. Uh, this guy's going to be legit, just like his catch radius, the way he wiggle, mm-hmm. uh, the way he moves. Um, I knew there was going to be something special. So it's exciting to see a guy that uh, is a great teammate, uh, a great friend, go out there and have success because uh, of the way he handles himself um, off the field, the way he handles himself in practice. Uh, I love cheering for the guys and rooting for guys that, that do things the right way and, and love the game of football. Um, that's That's probably the biggest thing that stuck out to me about Justin is, is he loves the game of football. He loves talking about it. Uh, he loves watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's why he's had so, so much success so early. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Now, as you got ready for the NFL, you got a bunch of alumni, LSU guys, that have played in the league. Do you remember the time that we spent at the Combine where you were one of my mentees? We have a mentor-protege um, program at the NFL Combine, Adam, and Justin was in my group. And I had studied the tape, and I had watched the games. And they, at that time, had three or four receivers ranked ahead of him. And I was telling him at the Combine because I could see the route running. And any guy that can play in the slot in college, like I know he can play inside and outside in the pro, especially with that kind of size and speed. And then dude ran the 4-4. I said, "It's it's a wrap. Now, Justin, you still have a chip on your shoulder because you couldn't believe after the type of year that you had at LSU, when the national championship, the numbers you put up, that people still didn't have confidence in your ability as a receiver and to be, you know, in the top part of that first round. Crazy. It was crazy. And I definitely remember uh, us talking about that and uh, you saying that I was the best receiver in the class. I definitely remember that. And um, I mean, to, to sit back on draft night and to be the fa- fifth uh, receiver pick, um, and that was crazy for me. Um, and just like you said, the, with the with the uh, championship, with the stats that I put up, um, I mean, I, I had the best stats coming out uh, my junior year. So uh, to be the fifth receiver, that was a, a shocker for me. But uh, I mean, in this situation now, I'm, I'm in a perfect situation. Uh, I have Adam on side of me. I have a great quarterback throwing the ball Dalvin can run the ball um great offense so uh I have I have no worry about about you know being on this team Adam as we approach the 2021 season um you've been playing in the league a long time and I know you've talked about it and the people that played in the purple before you talked about it but none of us were able to get it done how are the Vikings able to have that parade down first avenue and to be able to win a world championship after coming up second a couple times and not being there in a long, long time. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, for us, it's, it's about going out and doing it. Um, you know, enough enough talking about it, enough talking about how good our team could be, you know, enough talking. I about, mean, everybody's you know, talking about Green Bay, man. Everybody's talking about Chicago. Everybody's talking about Detroit. They changed their quarterbacks. <laughs> Ain't nobody talking about my purple, man. Hey, that's OK, though. That's how we like it. But, but I think it is, you know, I think when you go into a season, you got all this confidence. Uh, you look around the locker room, you see all this talent and you're like, man, we got to do it. Right. 
Uh, but it's about going out there and doing it and, and being confident every single week saying, hey, I don't care who we're playing. I don't care who's lined up across from me. We got to make it make it work. And so I think that's the biggest thing for us. Uh, it's exciting, though, right? Like it's exciting to go into a season uh, to be able to have that opportunity again and, and to go in a, 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 with this locker room. Uh, the the um, group of guys that we have is so special and uh, the friendships we have. So, again, we just got to go out there and do it. Quit talking about it and just go to work. Now, Justin, from a skill standpoint, give me two or three things that you have learned from Adam and watching him practice, studying film with him, talking to him about the game of football. Uh, well, one, he he loves football. He loves just being around football. He loves mm-hmm. just being a part of a, a group, being part of a family. Uh, so I learned that from him, uh, him just coming to work every single day and having a smile on his face. I, I don't think there's not one day that he don't come and he's mad or he's mm-hmm. not, you know, laughing or smiling. So um, just the energy that he brings to practice every single day. Um, I mean, I can I can feed off that. And uh, two, um, I mean, his technique, his technique is crazy. Um, just him releasing, getting off the line, knowing exactly uh, what hand swipes to use. Um, I mean, him just getting out of breaks, him getting to the top of his routes and, and coming out. Uh, I, I learned so much from him, so much. And I mean, I just put it towards my game and uh, on Sundays, it worked. So I'll keep doing it. <laughs> A question for both of you. I'm going to give both of you the ability to pick three receivers and they can overlap. But give me three receivers, Adam, and three receivers, Justin, that you guys watch on film and have learned from their ability. Or you just think that they do it the right way. You know, to me, there's certain guys over the last six to eight years, Julio Jones works at works at the crab. His stride coming off the ball when they play off coverage and that stride to 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 be able to eat up the cushion of the defensive back. I haven't seen that. Um, but so many times um, in the league, DeAndre Hopkins, not the best route runner, but all he does is get open. All he does is make the most difficult catches. And he is a competitor. Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers up there, special, special releases, really got nice routes and his speed is underrated. Give me some guys and some of the attributes as far as receivers that you guys um, are looking at. Adam, you first. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going right. I'm piggybacking off you, Devonte Adams. I watch. I watch the crap out of his releases because mm-hmm. I, I try to steal those. I, it's hard to emulate because it's so good, and uh, the way he does it with the confidence he has, uh, uh, it, it's impressive. Um, and like you said, like the, his deceptiveness of speed, um, everything looked the same. Uh, I, I love watching that. And then uh, Julio, the way he attacks that DB, puts that speed on guys, and makes them turn, and then just shuts it down. Um, I try to emulate, emulate that. Um, you know, there's guys like Cooper cup. Uh, there's guys like, uh, uh, man, I, I know I'm going to mess this up because there's a bunch of guys that I watch, uh, week in and week out. Uh, mm-hmm. some of the catches that, um, Allen Robinson makes, uh, it, just his body control, you know, those right. back shoulder balls, um, you know, some of that stuff is, is fun to watch, but I, I'm a student of the game. I love watching football. Uh, my wife, uh, hates it because, you know, I'm Thursday night football is on. I'm watching. I'm seeing what guys mm-hmm. are doing. Uh, that stuff actually gives me confidence because I'm watching it. I'm like, man, I can do that. <laughs> right. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I love watching football. Justin, you're early. You're one time around the league. Give me some guys that 
you either tried to emulate or guys you've been impressed with? Uh, well, just like Adam, I'm a student of the game, too. I love watching different... And you've been working players. with a lot of receivers. I've been yeah. watching your videos and everything. You go yeah. on a world tour, Adam. Yeah. Dude is yeah. everywhere <laughs> working out with people. Oh, hey, I know. <laughs> I said this, this offseason, my main goal is to find new moves, find new ways to get open, find new releases, um, and work on my balance. So that was, that was the things that I wanted to work on this offseason. So that's what I did. But uh, the three receivers that... Um, that I watch probably the most out of everybody were just like y'all said, Devontae Adams, um, his, his release is crazy. You can never go wrong with his releases. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kenan Allen. I love the way he runs mm-hmm. around. So smooth. Really underrated. In and out of his breaks. I, I love how he, uh, switch, switch up his, uh, way of running routes. And, uh, also I'm a big Odell fan. I was a fan of Odell since LSU. So, uh, his way to, uh, wiggle and uh, his his way to add a little touch to the routes and also you know he catch he catch tremendous balls of course so that's my three. Adam, after the last couple of years, you personally a little disappointed, and part of your disappointment is, and not only have you mimicked a lot of the things that I was doing on the field, but you're mimicking some of the things I were doing off the field. I know you have the ETS performance. Um, and I know you're working with some really credible people. Uh, myself, I had the Chris Carter Fast program where we had these overspeed training facilities um, around the country. Adam, could, could you help me to understand what you're doing this offseason to make sure that your body is able to hold up for 2021? Yeah, well, I'll start that off by saying this is the best I've ever felt. You know, being 31 years old, I feel way better than I did when I was 22. And I think it's the little things. I think it's um, having a plan. So, you know, I, a week after the season's over, you know, three days, basically that Wednesday after that season's over, I'm, I'm in the, uh, ETS with, with, uh, my guy, uh, Ryan Engelbert, who, who started mm-hmm. ETS. And, and that's what we're doing. We're putting a plan together of, of how can we get better? How can we make what we did last off season? How can we make that better? Uh, to make sure that, that, uh, I'm improving and, and, and getting to the goals that I want to accomplish. Um, so that's number one. And then nutrition, obviously has become huge for me, especially as I, the older I get. Um, and then, uh, as Justin says, uh, he goes, yeah, no says, what's, what's wrong with sugar, man? <laughs> Cause I'm, all, I'm always on about, you know, no sugar, sugar. Bro. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, doing that, uh, you know, taking care of my body, uh, trying to find different ways to take care of my body. You know, I got an infrared sauna at the house, got the hot tub at the house, uh, trying to do those little things, Normatex. Uh, so trying to get a really good routine of, of how can mm-hmm. I take care of my body? Uh, you know, coming in here early, getting in that training room uh, when we're here during the during training camp, just to uh, take care of little things, uh, just to make sure that I'm feeling good every single day and that I can go out and, and prove that uh, who I am is is better than who I was last year or or two years ago or three years ago and proving that every day. First game of the season, 1998, we're playing against Tony Dungy and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with that Warren Sapp, John Lynch. Uh, Brooks Moss comes to the game he's about five minutes late just the way Moss normally is five minutes after 10 <laughs> what up homie I was like bro you supposed to be here at 10 o'clock ah man I was playing video games I was like did you get breakfast nah bro I'm drinking a diet coke and eating some hot tamales 
Dude went for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. First game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, like Justin. Adam, I know, I, I know that we know about nutrition, but these young kids are stupid. <laughs> so after that, he was like, what you th-? he's like, what you think, old man? I said, that won't be on the pregame meal. <laughs> uh, I so Justin, I said, when you're 31, come talk to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's hard to get out of bed and everything. Justin, how long will it take before you start implementing not only the massage, not only the chiropractic, but the nutrition, the hydration? Because yeah. that's the way you have a long career. For sure. Um, and um, that's that's why I'm so grateful to have two other brothers that went to college before me. I kind of mm-hmm. uh, know, you know what to do and uh, what to expect. Uh, you know, playing at a high level. So uh, me coming to the NFL, like I know that, you know, I need to go into the trading room. I know I know, I know, I need to go into the pools, Norman Techs, uh, do all of these things on my body. And having Adam in the room uh, telling me these different things that he do uh, to better himself, um, I mean, that kind of, you know, put that in my head to, to maybe I should do it or uh, mm-hmm. maybe I should get that done. Um, and even talking to Pat P, uh, he has, you know, different things at his house uh, that helps him, uh, you know, get get right. So uh, I've, been, I've been trying to keep a, keep my ears open on the, the different things these guys be doing to uh, better their body. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing that very, very soon. I'm glad you guys mentioned Patrick Peterson. I'm a huge fan of Pat. He plays high school football, born and raised here in South Florida. I've been watching him since he was like 15. We played Pat um, in high school, and he was a one-man crew. We had about 12 <laughs> Division One players, and he almost beat us by himself. <laughs> he played quarterback, played linebacker, played yeah. DB. They had to carry him off the field. He had a body cramp. So please listen to Patrick Peterson because he knows about taking care of his body. A great guy comes from a a great family. How have some of those battles battles been in in training camp going against a new veteran um, that you guys have coming over from Arizona? He's making us work. That's for sure. Uh, every time yeah. we line up on that side, we know <laughs> he's thick, ain't he? <laughs> he is. He's a big dude. <laughs> he's strong, and and he just knows how to be patient. He's the most patient guy I've ever gone against. Uh, you give him a little move, and usually those guys jump, and he's sitting mm-hmm. there grab, putting both hands on you. So uh, that's been the best thing for me is just being able to go against him and and having to like, hey, when I line up across from him, I know I got to give everything I got, and I got to be, I got to be so like <laughs> technically sound. I got to put speed on him. I got to do everything right. Uh, and the best thing is when you beat him, you're like, all right, that one counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one counts right there. <laughs> hey, Justin. Explain to the audience, too, with you having two older brothers and being a part of the LSU program for a long time, because a lot of young receivers and and that's the one thing that me, Moss, Jake Reed and all the other young receivers, they all had a great deal of respect, especially for the veteran. Myself, when it was Anthony Carter and Steve Jordan, I had respect for them. And I could see even last year as you were going through having big games, you got a tremendous amount of respect for Adam. And what have you done to help build that chemistry so that receiving room is outstanding this year? Uh, well, one, um, just us just being ourselves in the room, uh, us just being laughy, goofy, uh, just, you know, playing around, just being ourselves. But, you know, when we step on that field, it's about business. You know, uh, we we doing what we're supposed to do. Uh, we're setting an example for the younger guys. 
And uh, I mean, we're just we're just really having fun. We have a fun, a funny, I should say, uh, receiver group. Uh, so uh, everybody's just really just coming together, uh, connecting. And um, I mean, I feel like we have a very, very strong connection in our room and we have some players that that can get it going and we have some speed in our room. So we're mm-hmm. going to be getting it. We're going to be getting it. Last question for both of you. Um, I greatly appreciate the time. But a number of years ago when I was playing in Minneapolis, I was with a group of friends in South Minneapolis and we were passing out Vikings memorabilia signing autographs in South Minneapolis. It happened to be the opposite corner where George Floyd was murdered. And just, I don't know if you know this, but Adam does. I have a daughter that works for the Vikings. Um, I came to the Vikings. My life was in disarray and the people of Minnesota really took care of me. And I love the people of Minnesota, man. I mean, they mean the world to me, nicest people, but to see everything that went on there. And then now with COVID, vaccinations. I mean, you guys are an intricate part of what's going on there in the Twin Cities. What kind of collective message are are we sending to the tri-state area as Minnesota Vikings? Adam, you first, and then Justin, you after that. Well, I'll say this, and and you guys both know this, uh, me being from here, never leaving here, high school, college, NFL, never left. Uh, This city, this state means so much to me. Um, and, and the healthy, the, the wellness, um, uh, the kids, the youth means so much to me. And that's what my wife and I's foundation is all about, uh, supporting mm-hmm. and helping, uh, the youth of this, uh, of this city, this state, um, that don't have, uh, the resources, opportunities that I had growing up. Um, and so, so my message is, is just stick together, come together. That's not just mm. Minnesota. That's, that's this nation. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and respecting one another and treating each other with respect. No matter the differences, no matter where you're from, none of that. It doesn't matter. Uh, respect is number one. And I, that's my message. Just, man, love, respect, and, and, and just help one another out. Man, when you know someone's struggling or hurting or uh, whatever it may be, help them out. If you have the resources, you have the opportunity, you have the time, help, help a friend out. And maybe not even a friend, help a neighbor out. Um, and, and that's my message for Minnesota. Justin? Uh, yeah, I had a different, I had a different little, uh, welcoming, uh, than, you know, a normal, a normal person that, that comes in. Uh, we didn't have any fans, uh, COVID, um, just not interacting with a lot of outside people. So, uh, it was a little different for me, but, uh, now that we're starting to have fans, we started to have fans at our practices. Um, I mean, me being able to go to different little events, uh, mm-hmm. Me doing like a back, I did a backpack giveaway. Uh, what was that two two days ago? Yeah, yep. two days ago. So, um, you know, me just just being around the community, uh, me just sharing uh, that my love uh, for for the city, and uh, I mean, I'm here to stay. Uh, I see them as a family, um, and I'm just I'm just trying to do everything that I can uh, to give back to the people and show them that uh, I'm a I'm a great person and I'm also a a dog at football. Guys, you wear my favorite colors. You're playing on my favorite team. You play my favorite position. I greatly, I, like I can rest at night 
because I know the wide receiver position in Minnesota is held down. Adam, I greatly appreciate everything that you've stood for on and off the field. I appreciate the young players that you've helped within that organization. I appreciate who the man you are. I appreciate the three kids that you're raising. You and your wife are doing a great job there. Justin, you haven't done nothing yet, knucklehead. All right. <laughs> He, he still got three more games as a rookie. Chris. Yeah, you're still a rookie, boy. And yeah, I'm no rookie no more, man. Hey, on the way to the Cincinnati game, I want Popeye's fried chicken too. Uh, yes, sir. I want yes, I want a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I want some extra greasy hey, biscuits. Hey, I did my rookie duties already, man. No, no, you got three my, weeks, man. I you got plenty of money. Duties. We've been telling him, Chris. He won't listen. <laughs> we have all those prepared meals and everything. You guys are spoiled there at the facility. <laughs> That's true. But guys, I greatly appreciate it. Please try to take care of each other, take care of your teammates, and take care of your family. Um, I greatly appreciate what you guys stand for. And keep flying that Vikings flag for the wide receivers, which I believe we have the best receivers in the history of the National Football League. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, respect, respect. Thank you guys for joining me. Appreciate you for having me, man. Special thanks to Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Thanks for listening to Wide Receiver One, a Blue Wire podcast presented by WinBet. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Carter. 